All right, here we go. My name is Jeff K, and you're listening to episode 217 of the world famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Welcome back, boys and girls. We're broadcasting once again from deep, deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for the support of Patreon. I mean it. I, I mean that sincerely. Thank you guys for everything you do. I hope you enjoy these extra episodes. I'm way off track, but I can tell you one thing. It's not entirely my fault. I mean, I don't like people that make excuses. Just get her done, right? That's what, that, that's, that's what I think that's in the Bible. You know, I don't want to hear any excuses. Just get her done. I believe that's in the Bible. But anyway, um, I, I got obstacles. I, I, I get up with the best of intentions to record a new episode. I have it all planned out well, as much as I plan things out. I have I have things, I have topics written down in a notebook. All right. I mean, what else you want me to do? You want me to do like research? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's not get carried away. But anyway, um, I have it all planned out. And then something, something sidetracks. There's some kind of insanity, and I don't, I don't get it done, right? So, anyway, I'm way off. It's Wednesday as I record this. This is basically the Patreon episode from last week. That's how far off I am. But I will not. I will always live up. I will not let you down. <laughs> I mean, the timing might be extremely off, but I'm going to have, you're going to get your bonus episodes every week, all right? Well, there's going to be a bonus episode after every main episode, main main network episode. All right. You understand what I'm saying. Anyway, this one's far off track. I'm going to try to get back on. I'm going to try to get I'm going to try to force myself back on. And um there you go. No more excuses. All right, no more. Although I have obstacles, my friends. <laughs> have I mentioned that? I got the obstacles. All right. So um the other day I was talking to somebody at my job. He was talking about his uncle, who sounded like quite a character. He's passed away recently. And he told me that back in the 70s, in the early 80s, he had he used to go to this bar. He was he frequented several bars in the Wilkesbury area. <laughs> and one of the ones he went to, and he swears this is true, and I uh, I hope it is. I want it to be. I want this to be true. He said there was a bar in Wilkesbury. He couldn't remember the name of it. It's long, long since defunct. You know, doesn't exist anymore. But they had the men's room mic'd up. <laughs> he said. He said that they had they had microphones in the men's room, and um, you know, and every once in a while, the the bartender would pick up a remote and hit a button or whatever, or or as they say up here, a button. You know, I don't know. It sounds British or something. It sounds like a, a stupid ass American trying to do a British <laughs> accent. It's like a button, button, button. But anyway, they push. He pushes a button, and uh, the the jukebox goes off, right? And the sounds, whatever sounds, ambient, ambient sounds in the men's room, 
you know, whatever happens to be going on in there, you know, they'll they'll they'll, they'll fire those through the speakers, you know. So, so there's somebody sitting in there on the pot, you know, and whatever you know spectacular sound effects might be happening there, they'll, they'll just blast it through the sound system inside the bar, <laughs> you know. And um, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean. I thought that was great. I, I I told him I said if there was a place like that now, I would. I mean I would. I would be. A, I mean I would never use the bathroom there. Obviously. I mean I don't know. You go in there. I could just imagine somebody in there going, Oh God. Oh my God, dear God. <laughs> you know. I mean who knows what they would. You know. Um, there could be all kinds of great stuff coming out of there, and they're piping it through the through the sound system inside the bar. I mean, it's highly illegal, and I don't know. Somebody could go to prison for this, I think. I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. I love it. I love the idea, and um, I was laughing my ass off when he told me about it. He swears it's true. He's going to try to remember. He's going to talk to his brother and see if they can come up with the name of this place. But uh, I guess his uncle used to frequent this place, and they, every once in a while, they just turn the jukebox off. I can imagine coming out of the bathroom, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Like, what the, you know? And I don't know, you think about other stuff. What if there's two guys in there, like, talking shit about somebody, you know? So there's three of them. Three of them come to the bar together, right? And two of them go to the bathroom and start talking shit about the other guy. He's sitting out there, you know, drinking a beer at the bar. And the other two guys are in the bathroom, and they're blasting it through the sound system. I mean, there could be more ramifications than just farting, you know, like, you know, People farting in there, you know, the sounds of pissing and stuff, you know, the the soothing sounds of pissing, you know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But um, I, I need more information on this. And um, I don't know if, if there's a place like this anywhere in the world. Let me know because I would like to check it out. That's right up my alley, <laughs> obviously. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I, I love that. That's like one of the, that, that made my day when he told me about that. Anyway. Um, let's see what else. Um, I was, I saw the other day, I saw people had like couches and stuff out on there. We have this trash. We, we pay an enormous amount for trash pickup. We live in this town and locals consider it to be uptown. You know, you know what I'm saying? I remember when I first moved here, I, I, I was at my job, my new job. I moved from California out here and I, I was at my new job. Over at Wea Manufacturing, I worked for Warner Home Video, and the guy goes, there was this guy there, worked in the warehouse, and he goes, hey, Jeff, where are you living? And um, I said, uh, Clark Summit. He goes, oh, man, I thought we could be friends. I said, what the hell is that supposed to mean? He goes, that's just a bunch of snobs, rich people over there. I said, well, I live there, so clearly it's not just rich people, you know. He goes, well, that's what it is. He goes, I can't be friends with somebody from Clark Summit. I said, whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't want to be your friend anyway. You know, fuck off. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I said that verbatim, but that's certainly the, what was saying, what was going on inside my brain. And um, and I find out somebody said, well, not everybody that lives there is rich, but everybody who's rich lives there. I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know if it's true or not, but it, it has that reputation, right? this this little town and um and I don't know I mean I don't I don't think it's true but whatever that's the reputation you can't get people's mind to be changed so the, all the locals are like oh well <laughs> maybe that's the way they do it up in Clark Summit 
you know, that kind of shit. Anyway, so I knew this guy who he said he used to drive a trash truck up here. <laughs> and um, he goes, of course, all those people in Clark Summit, they got the gold-plated plan. I said, well, you know, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people have trash pickup envy, you know. I understand that. I, I mean, I you know. But, um, you know, we pay a pretty penny for that gold-plated plan, and I don't think it's, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, we don't even have a choice. I mean, we didn't vote on this, or at least I didn't, you know. So it's, like, really expensive, but they pick up anything. You can lay anything out on the curb, and they'll pick it up. He was telling me, he goes, he was one time, it was the middle of winter, somebody lays a, lays a hot water tank. They didn't even, they just left the water in it. They didn't drain it. The thing was frozen solid, so it was a hot water tank filled with water, frozen solid, and we had to take it, we had to throw it up on the, <laughs> it took like three of us to lift the thing onto the back of the truck, you know. I said, I don't know, man, I don't know anything about it, and I said, I, you know, and, uh, but anyway, so I, sometimes you drive around on, on, on um, trash day around here, I mean, I don't drive around checking out people's trash, but, you know, you just drive through town, and you see all kinds of stuff, out, and they take it. Because we got the gold-plated plan, you know. I know you got trash in, be I, I can feel it, but whatever. So um, I was thinking about when we were in California, they used to have these. Uh, this situation we had out there. All right, so we also paid an enormous amount of money, but it was like there was all these limitations on it, and it was like it. They gave you a rolling, you know, like a a rolling trash bin, one of those big ones, you know, has a lid on it. They they gave you one of those, and, and that's all you could put out. You couldn't put out anything extra, you know. Whatever trash you had had to be inside that bin, right? And if the lid was up a half a half an inch, if the if the lid was popped up half an inch, they wouldn't take it, right? It had to be completely down. So if it was lifted up at all, they would say nope. They were just looking for excuses not to take it. Also. You know, they had that thing where they put the forks up underneath it, and they'd pick it up and just, like, sling it into the back of the truck. Well, that thing would weigh. It had, like, a—it was like a scale of some sort. So it'd, it'd stick those forks up underneath there and then lift it up. And if it was over 75 pounds, nope, it wouldn't take it. So there was all these excuses not to take it. They were constantly not taking your trash. Right, and it, and we all knew that the t- the tops couldn't be popped on these things, and we'd make sure that they weren't, and then they'd say they were, you know, and you, it'd be infuriating. You pay this huge bill, stupid California, what a shit house. And anyway, I mean, it was like all this red tape and crap, and you're paying like this enormous amount of money. And then uh, I can remember another thing. I was talking to Tony about this the other day. Say we lived on this cul-de-sac, right? So it was just this circle around houses. And um, we were all friends. We all had like little kids, kids the same age. They all played together. So we were all acquainted and they'd, we'd have block parties and stuff. So we were all, we all knew each other, right? So we would be like, uh, you know, it'd be coming, it'd be trash day be coming up. We, our, our, our bin would be full, you know, and we'd say, we'd go over to one of the other neighbors and say, you got any room? They say, oh, you've got a little bit of room. Or they'd come to us, hey, do you have any room? <laughs> you know, like we were sharing trash can space amongst the neighbors in some kind of communal, you know, some kind of communal thing. We'd 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 maximize our trash can space, 
you know, amongst the neighbors, you know, in a communal manner, right? And then there, there was this one neighbor that would never let you use their space. What is that? It's like, this guy has space. Every week he has space. He won't let us use it. You know? He says, that's my space. Yeah, but it's not. It's going unused. It's, it's like, and everybody's like, oh, this guy, that guy down there, he won't, he won't let you use his space. <laughs> you know? And um, it was like the craziest thing. There was like all this like trash can maneuvering and stuff. Those guys that still wouldn't take it half the time. I mean, what a bunch of dicks. God. Anyway, um, but it's completely different up here. You, see, you could put like a, you could throw a dead body out there, and they just take it. They say, "All right, well, got the gold plate of plan. I guess we gotta take it." You know, throw that cadaver. You grab the feet. I'll grab the. I'll grab them under the armpits, and we'll sling that bitch up on the. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, I don't know. I don't know why we were talking about Trash Day the other day. It's a totally different world between up here and out there, and I prefer. Out here, we, I did one the other, last week or a few weeks ago when we did all that yard work, me and the older boy, we had all these trimmings, that's what they call them, trimmings, all this stuff that we cut out, you know, like when we were trimming the bushes and stuff, just piled it over on the side of the, you know, up on the, up by the curb, and they took it, they just take everything, anything you put out there, they'll take it, <laughs> you know, so anyway, that's because we live up here in this fancy pants. You know, it's a bunch of rich snobs looking down their nose at everybody. I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't. I've never experienced that. But whatever, believe what you want to believe. You know, believe in your mythology. Just keep it going from generation to generation. <laughs> All right, what else we have here? Oh, the other day, well, a few week, a few days ago, I was. Uh, I got it in my head that I was gonna. Um, I was going to create a playlist on uh, Spotify of all the 45 RPM records that I had when I was a kid or, you know, when I was young. Back in the 70s, you know, when I was a youngster, um, I used to buy 45s, you know, little single play records. You know, they have one song on each side, unless, in case you're not familiar. They cost around 99 cents each, somewhere in that neighborhood. I think they got a little bit more expensive as time went along. But, you know, less than $2, I would say. And you got a song on each side. There were hit songs, usually. And um, I buy them at this place in Dunbar called Miller's Drugstore. And also Bowen's Pharmacy. I don't know why we got our music at drugstores, but that seems to be the way it went. And um, this is back when I was a kid, right? So I had these 45s. And I listened to them all the time, me and my brother. So I, I texted my brother. I said, help me remember all the 45s we owned. And uh, so between the two of us, I created this playlist. And I think, I don't know if it's everything. And actually, there were a couple things on there that my brother said that we owned, which I don't think we did. And I, I removed those, like Delta Dawn. I don't think we ever, uh, I don't think we ever owned that. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, I remember the song. But I don't, I don't remember owning the 40. Anyway, so I went through, and I tried to make it as accurate as I could, and I tried to include everything, even embarrassing shit, and there's a lot of it, mister. It's like all kinds of stupid-ass novelty songs on there, like The Streak. Are you familiar with this? In the 70s, I think in like 74 in that neighborhood, there was this thing where people were like streaking. That's what they called it. They'd run through like a like a baseball game or I don't know anywhere where there where was a crowd. It became like this fad where somebody would run through there naked, you know. 
And um, so there was this novelty song called The Streak. The thing was so stupid. <laughs> Why did I buy that? I mean, and then there, there's others. I don't know. I, I, made, a, I made the playlist. I'll, I'll link to it at that Surf Report Pod website. If you want to check it out, it, it is uh, it, it's as accurate as I can as my memory will will allow it to be. I think it's I think it's pretty damn accurate. Between me and my brother, we connect we we, we re- recreated it. It's got a lot of novelty shit on there. It's got stuff that's embarrassing, stuff that I'm not real proud of, and um, but you can see it all. And um, I'm, I I created it and then I listened to it one time. I'm like oh. Probably never listen to that again as long as I live. <laughs> you know, I thought it would be something I might listen to. The playlists that I make over there on the old Spotify, the international database of every song ever recorded, are generally what I do is like like uh, like if I go see a show, if there's a if there's a if there's a show that I went to years ago or even more recent shows that I really liked, I go on this website called Setlist.fm, right? And I, and people up, people will upload or they'll they'll fill in they'll it's like a like a Wikipedia thing. It's like it'll have a concert in a different in a specific city, you know. And somebody will go on there and they'll they'll list the the playlist, the songs that they played, in the order they played. And then somebody will go on there and say that's not correct. This song got played before this song, you know. So it's a community thing, and. Eventually, you'll have the uh, exact playlist of what of what you know the band or the artist played that night, and I'll I'll create a play I'll create a playlist on Spotify of those songs in that order, and I've done that for uh, multiple shows, and um, one of which was the first time I saw REM out in uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina, in a, in a high school auditorium, Reynolds High School. In um in Winston Salem, North Carolina, it was when I first moved to North Carolina. The Minutemen opened. Uh, great, it was like unbelievable. And the, the the leader, one of the leaders of the Minutemen, got killed like weeks later in a car crash. But anyway, um, somebody that uh, on Setlist FM, the uh, set list of that show exists. So I went on uh, Spotify and created a playlist of those songs in that order. And it's great. It's like fantastic. It's like a best of thing. So I do listen to that. I have one for that monochrome set, the monochrome set that I saw in Philly that night, that horrible night when it was snowing and my sphincter was so tight you couldn't mister, you couldn't shove a, I mean you couldn't you couldn't shove a, a, a paper clip. You couldn't unfold a paper clip and stick it through, through there. It was so tight. Anyway, uh, what are you talking about? So um, anyway, I created this thing for all the 45s I believe that I owned is on there, and um, I'll share the list. I'll, I mean, I'll share the link, and you can listen to it if you want, or you can at least look the, look at the names of the songs. Some fairly em- embarrassing stuff. There's some great hidden gems on there, though, like uh, Life is a Rock, But the Radio Rolled Me. You familiar with this song? You should check that shit out. That's a good song. <laughs> And um, there's some other stuff like the cover of the Rolling Stone by Doctor Hook. This is some good stuff, you know. And there's some garbage on there. Like, I mean, I'll let you look at it, but um, I'll link to it. Check it out, surfreportpod.com. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll link to that classic. Um, the other day, I ordered a mouse for my computer. 
down here in the bunker, my, my mouse is starting to glitch out, you know? It's like, you know, you can't really, like, it's hard to, like, uh, like highlight something, like copy and paste, like glitches, you know? You know what I'm saying? It glitches. So I said, I got to buy it. This thing's a piece of shit starting to drive me crazy. Tony said they're 5 bucks or they're $7 or something. Just order one off Amazon. I said, well, I guess. So I went on Amazon. This was on Saturday evening. Well, like early evening. I don't know what time it was. It was Saturday in the in the late afternoon, early evening. I went on there and I ordered a mouse. It costs five bucks. It's a corded mouse. I don't use those. I don't understand why you need a cordless mouse. What are you walking around the house with it? I don't understand this. I mean, generally you're sitting right there, right? I don't know, whatever. But anyway, um, so I ordered it. It costs literally five dollars, and it was delivered the next day, like. I think it was delivered like at noon or something. It was like unbelievable. <laughs> you know? You order the thing like late on Saturday and it's delivered like noon on Sunday. And it costs $5 and the shipping is free. I mean, I don't. It's like amazing. <sighs> but anyway, and I can remember back when I was a kid, I mean, all these commercials on TV are selling all this stupid shit like this Ronco stuff, KTEL, all these. All this, you know, like the fishing magician, that stuff. Is that what it is? The pocket fisherman, the fishing magician. That was a, what was that? What was that? I don't know. But anyway, it's like the the pocket, what is it? The pocket fisherman? What the hell's that? You know, stuff like that. You know, the Ronco, the, 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 and the KTEL records and all that stuff. But anyway, um, and I always said, allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Always. Like at the end of every one of these commercials, allow six to eight, six to eight weeks? Six to eight weeks. Like what kind of a distribution center are you running over there? How is that even? I mean, that's crazy. I mean, how in the hell? I mean, you place the order, they don't even look at it for like a month, you know? It's like they don't even consider it for a month. It just sits there in a month. I've been working in distribution for a long time, all right? Since like 1990, right? In one way or another. And mister, we turn those orders around in 24 hours, <laughs> you know? But order comes in. If an order comes in at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, we generally get it out that day. Same day. Definitely no later than 24 hours later. And these people were, this is in the 70s, early 80s, I guess. Six to eight weeks. Like, what kind of shitty, shabby, you know, business? And nobody questioned it. It was like, that's how long it takes. I mean, just order it and you, maybe you'll have it by fall. <laughs> you know? What the hell is this? I can remember they used to order. I used to order shit like COD. Like I ordered this two cassette uh, set of like Rolling Stones. I don't know what label this thing was on. We're talking questionable at best. I don't know, but it was all. It was like a best of the Rolling Stones, and I didn't have any money. I was a kid. Ordered the shit COD. The stuff came. I had to pay the mailman. So I wrote the guy a check. I had a paper route at the time. And to write the mailman a check. Like, what the? And it was like super expensive. I mean, it was like outrageously expensive. 
And it was some, I mean, it was some off-brand label. I don't know. It took, I'm sure it took six to eight weeks. Ordered this mouse on Saturday evening or late afternoon. I don't want to exaggerate it. It came the next day. And it was free shipping. And it cost $5. (laughs) It feels like everything in the 70s was like really expensive. Like if you look at like ads for like stereo equipment and stuff in the 70s, Everybody will say, well, yeah, but that was good stuff. That was high quality. You're like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, some of that stuff was good and some of it wasn't. I mean, it was just like today. They sold garbage back then, too. But you could go to, I mean, if you look at the ads you know, for in the, from the 70s or whatever, it's like, a, you know, it's like a stereo, like a tower, you know, what, what do you call them? You know, like you could buy like a whole, each component. And you know, anyway cost thousands of dollars you know i mean it, it costs like a, if you got a new receiver it would cost like five hundred dollars you know and and it and it's like wasn't wasn't that good you know i mean i don't know some of it was i'm not saying it wasn't but there was a lot of garbage everybody's like wow that stuff was high quality nah some of it was just like today and some of it was garbage. I had some stereo equipment. I had this uh, Pioneer receiver. Things a piece of shit. The thing was like not good. You know, I had I've had I had stereo equipment that I bought back in those days. Some of it was really good, and some of it was garbage. And I I, I never bought the cheapest thing. I always bought mid range. I tried to get the most bang for the buck. You know, I always try to do that. And some of that stuff's not good, and it was expensive. I paid five dollars for this mouse. It feels like in the seventies thing would have cost thirty five bucks, <laughs> you know. And it would allow, I had to allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Of course, I probably wouldn't have ordered it over the, you know. I mean, there was no internet. Well, you know, call in. I mean, I, you know, what I'm saying. Anyway, I don't want to get too off, but that that amazes me. I've lived in two worlds. I've seen both sides of this thing, and sometimes every once in a while I'm reminded. I'm like, damn, things are so much different, you know. Because I've lived in those worlds. I've lived in a whole different world. It feels like the 70s, 80s, early 80s especially. was a whole different world than the one that, that exists today. And I was, you know, I, I was fully aware. I mean, I wasn't like a little child. I mean, I was, a, I was a, an adult in the 80s, you know. So, I, you know, I remember all this shit. And sometimes something happens that blows my mind. Finally, saw this notification on my phone today. Are you familiar with this thing called Pluto TV? It's a free, it's like a, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's at Pluto.tv or PlutoTV.com. It's an online thing. We watch it, we can watch, you know, if you have a smart TV, you can watch it on your TV. Or you can watch it on your computer. It's, it's web-based and it's really good. And um, it has all this stuff on there. It has... It's all. It's completely free. It doesn't cost a, a nickel to use it. And um, they have this section in there called Classic TV. And they have these channels on there. They're, it's all these classic TV shows. And they have channels on there dedicated to a specific show, right? And um, let, me, let me tell you about it. So the notification I got today said the Andy Griffith Show. They're adding an Andy Griffith Show. Uh, Pluto TV channel, so it's from all seasons. It's just random episodes from all seasons, playing 24 hours a day, and that is awesome. I, the Andy Griffith Show, 
one of my favorite TV shows of all time. That and Seinfeld are the two my two favorite comedies of all time. The Andy Griffith Show is um, like one of the best written, best acted, funniest show ever. And um, you know, if you doubt me, then um, you can just go watch it, and, and you'll find out. You know, if don't you know? Don't just watch one episode though, and go in there with a chip on your shoulder. You know, go in there and invest a little bit of time. You'll you'll eventually realize that's one of the greatest shows ever on the history of TV. Andy Griffith Show. So they have a channel on there now. And it said uh, Matlock was going to have their own channel on there. Which I never really watched that. That's uh, Andy Griffith, too. But um, I never really watched that. But I don't know much about that. I mean, I know what it is. Hang on, hang on a second. I get some coffee. My voice is getting... Barely made it. Almost... I almost just like coughed right, right in your ear. Anyway, all right. So, so Pluto TV. These are the shows you can watch. These shows twenty four hours a day, just random episodes, just constantly playing round the clock for free over on Pluto TV. All right, you ready? Family Ties, <sighs> Happy Days, and on Happy Day, the Happy Days channel, they also have Mork and Mindy on there. And I think they have uh, Laverne and Shirley because these are like spinoffs of that show. Yeah, Happy Days if you want to watch that. Three's Company. I don't know why. It also has The Ropers because I'm looking at it right now. Right now there's an episode of The Ropers playing. <laughs> it says Stanley and Jeffrey Get Drunk. That's that's the name of the episode, I guess. Or that's the, uh, that's the description. The Ropers. Oh, my God. The Love Boat. Watch the Love Boat 24 hours a day. I don't know. The Andy Griffith Show, it's already up there. There you go. Andy and Opie. Andy and Opie Bachelors. What? It says when Aunt B goes away for a visit, whatever. All right, The Adams Family, 24 hours a day. The Beverly Hillbillies, 24 hours a day. And my favorite, this is the one I watch the most, The Johnny Carson channel which is basically well not basically it is like just old episodes of of the tonight show just running all the time round the clock it's fantastic some of them are from the early 70s they're all sitting out there smoking and stuff ah it's fantastic things are like 90 minutes long back in those those days fantastic the carol burnett show the bob ross show the bob ross channel i never watched him i don't know that guy paints those trees and shit. The Julia Child. See? Then Matlock, Mission Impossible, Gunsmoke, Wanted Dead or Alive, The Rifleman, Dark Shadows. So this is cool. If this if there'd been something like this when I was a when I was a youngster, I'd never left the house. This shit is fantastic. And it's free. It's Pluto TV, the Andy Griffith show. Round the clock, you can just watch random shows. Man, that is awesome, you know? And that's just, you know, this shit's just available. You know what I'm going to watch on Pluto TV is some slasher film I was reading about the other day. I've never even heard of it, but apparently it's got this cult following. People are blown away by this movie, and it came out in 1983. It's called Sleepaway Camp. Never even heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Until I read that article yesterday... I'd literally never heard of it before. Sleepaway Camp. I guess there was like a bunch of sequels to it too. But the original one is also on Pluto TV. They have a they have a whole on demand. They have all these movies on there. 
I'm going to watch that over the weekend. I've checked that shit out. So it's called Sleepaway Camp. Are you familiar with this? I'm not. Never heard of it before. But anyway, so we're at the end of this thing. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, I will be back. I'm going to try to get back on track. I'll be back soon, very soon, over on the main network. I have a call in from Ian. Ian has some, um, he, he's trying to set the, set, set the record straight on some previous calls. And there was some confusion, you know. So next episode, we'll have that. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I appreciate everything you do for me over on the Patreon side. And um, I'll see you soon over on the uh, main network side. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Get her done, right? That's what that's 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 what I think that's in the Bible.